My name's Mike, and I'm an energy healer, qualified purpose coach, and author. Every week, I'll be talking with real people about real issues and real ways of dealing with them. Tune in every Friday at 7pm UK time and enjoy the show. And welcome back to the Present Mind Podcast. My name is Mike. And surprisingly, I'm sitting here with Helen. Surprise! Hello, Helen. (laughs) I know, it's been a while, hasn't it? It has been. It feels like it's been a while. But we've been busy, haven't we? We have been busy. Doing stuff. Yeah. Just just stuff. But there's been other episodes, and I know it's been quite nice because people have been... Um, listening, haven't they? Catching up, yeah, yeah. which is We've fun. had lots of messages from people saying how they're resonating with the episodes and what we're talking about, which is lovely. Yeah. And this is the last of season one. It is. Episode eight of season Ooh. one. So, um, yeah. And the plan is for season two that we're going to have lots of guests. Lots of guests, yeah. But a real variation, a real... Uh, mm. Mix of people. So we didn't really know what we were going to talk about today. That's that's a shock. And Isn't it? <laughs> However, throughout the day, I've been kind of thinking to the future quite a lot, getting excited and, and motivated. And, and then you walked in and went, shall we talk about dreams? Yeah. And I was like, actual dreams or like goals dreams? So that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Goals dreams, Goals not dreams, dreams, not dream dreams. Although I have been having some weird dreams. Okay, mm. Sorry, I'll let you carry on. Okay. Um, so, Helen, what, <laughs> what, what are your dreams? Um, so, my dreams have changed a lot, I think. Both of ours have... I think. Do you think like your dreams change? Obviously, when you're a child, you have dreams of becoming. So, um, when I was a child, this is a genuine story. I, yeah. I remember a real vivid memory of sitting in the classroom and being asked what we wanted to be when we were older. And I wanted to be a archaeologist. <laughs> That's Did genuine. You really? Yeah, and I remember telling the teacher. I don't think I actually knew what it meant. But I, re- <laughs> I remember telling the teacher, and her going, "Wow, wow, that's amazing." And I was going, "Yeah, I know it is." Not knowing what she was it probably meant. really impressed <clears throat> that it wasn't just a vet or a doctor or yeah something. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. But you didn't actually become an archaeologist. How do you know? <laughs> I could I be I'd, a secret archaeologist. You could. I, I would be extremely impressed if you were. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think back to childhood, what I wanted to be. I did want to be a vet, I think. I, I loved. I just loved animals, like Millie does. I, I wanted yeah. to work with animals. Um, and then as I got older, I think I was about 
eight or nine, I started going to stage school. And that's when I discovered my love of acting and singing and dancing and decided that was what I was going to do. And I remember I was even, I even wrote songs. I wrote poems from the age of like seven or eight, I think. Um, I did actually get some of those poems published. You did. It's in a book, isn't it? It is. When I was very young. Um, I won't tell you what book. Don't go and read it. You don't know what book it is, do you? No, no, I probably can't remember. Um, But yeah, I've I've always loved poetry. And I I started writing songs um, and did lots of shows. And my love for that just grew. And then I remember at sixth form, sorry, not sixth form, because I didn't do sixth form. I went to college, but when we were in, what's the last year before you leave high school? I don't know. I must have been about 15. And they were like... 11. You were 11. Yeah. 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 I don't remember. It's a long time ago. It is a very long time ago. No jokes, please, about my age. Um, And I remember going into the careers to meet the careers teacher. And she was going, um, okay, so so what is it you want to do? Um, I think because I'd had this, not argument with them, but when I'd wanted to do my... um, Work experience, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, I I did have a couple of things I wanted to do. I actually ended up doing it at the police force, which was actually awesome, but I'm digressing. Um, So this meeting with the the career lady, she was like, tell me what you want to do. And I said, I I want to be an actress. I want to do musical theatre. I want to be an actress. And she went, okay, that's that's great. But what do you want to do as your proper job? (laughs) And I was like, no, you, you're not, you're not no, hearing you're, me. Yeah. I, I'm going to be an actress. And she was like, okay, but what we encourage people to do is have uh, a backup plan, like a plan A, plan B, maybe a plan C. So what is your backup plan? And I was like, you're not listening to yeah. me. I said, and I literally said to her, I don't have a backup plan because I'm going to be an actress. <laughs> Yeah. And I don't care what anyone says, that's what's going to happen. Um, so I was always very focused on my dreams and my goals and what I wanted to achieve. Um, and then I went on to do a BTEC National Diploma in Performing Arts at college. And then I went to theatre school for three years, as did you. Um, that's very true, yeah. Yeah. And then... Theatre school, I, I, I came up against a few blocks as well. And, I mean, I worked hard, but I remember one of my singing teachers telling me I was never going to do musical theatre, like I wasn't good enough mm. for musical theatre. And again, and maybe this is a, a trait from childhood, uh, maybe a trigger point for me, but when I'm told I can't do something... <laughs> I like to prove them wrong um, <laughs> or rebel a little bit, you might say. So um, I, I decided, I, I, I had a bit of a difficult time my last year at theatre school uh, and I took some time out and I actually went travelling for a year, which is something else that I had a goal I wanted to do. Uh, and that was one of the most ex- amazing experiences of my life, other than meeting you, Mike, obviously. Yucks, thanks. <laughs> um, and when I came back, my first professional job I got 
was in musical theatre. <laughs> to that teacher. Yeah, if you're listening. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and, and I loved it and I had a great time. And then it's difficult to, it is difficult to make a living as an actor in this business, this day and age, as we both know. Um, and I ended up falling into, I actually took on my own uh, theatre school for kids. So aged between three and 18, I think they were in the end. Mm. And I ran that for <clears throat> 15, 16 years. Um, and on top of that, I also began a professional theatre company because I was like, right, if if I'm not getting the jobs and I'm going to create jobs I'm going to put on my own plays um and I did so I kind of I'm like everything that I've I've been very focused everything that I've wanted to achieve I've kind of achieved but then we hit that point where we had everything taken away from us so and obviously I'd, I'd become the director, the producer. We were doing national tours and um, Panto, producing and directing Panto. Um, and then it was taken away. So I kind of had to adjust my dreams and reevaluate. Well, we both have had to do that. It's really difficult because, again, like I had dreams goals in I envisaged you know what my life was going to be and how it was going to go and what I was going to be doing for the rest of my life but now in the position that we're in it's so different it's a real different exercise to mm. look at what your purpose is yeah because it's not like, we could easily go, my dreams were taken away from me, so I had to create new ones. Well, actually, that's thinking back and thinking in terms of those moments instead of thinking of this kind of existence that we have as being one big moment. Mm -hmm. And actually, the dreams I had at that time, I say dreams, the goals within those moments led me to the things that have led me to now, which ultimately I think is now part of mm. the overall goal, the overall dream within this existence. Mm. So it's kind of like <clears throat> your whole concept, your whole idea of goals, dreams, has completely changed. Yeah. Like, it was always just one thing. Yeah. Now it's like six things as part of one overall big thing. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's essentially that that was always the purpose. Yeah. It was always part of the purpose. What our dreams before mm. were always yeah. part of this bigger purpose. Like, for example, without sounding too corny and cheesy, what we do now we wouldn't be doing had we not done individually what we had done yeah. to then eventually meet, to yeah. come together, to provide now what we provide for people. Yeah. So it really is that kind of... And I think what we both did before as well has given us that foundation to be able to... 
project what we do now on a bigger scale? Well, look at what we're doing literally right now. Literally at this Literally second, at this moment. Sorry, the, the ability to talk openly, freely, yeah. confidently mm-hmm. is tra- our traits yeah. from that past yeah, absolutely. goal, past existence that we had. So to be able now to not only take those parts of ourselves, mm. mesh it with what we've been through and what we've learned and now what we are doing, to be able to do that, this is part of that goal, part yeah. of that dream, part of that desire to to do what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. What is, give me one personal goal for you for the next five years. You put me on the spot, why don't you? Give me a big one, come <laughs> on. Um, personal or what do you mean? Car- car- um, well... One of Career is part of me. One personal, one career. Okay. I want to, well, we've spoken about this. I want to create a wellness Mm -hmm. centre somewhere big enough where we can have a large kind of meditation space, masterclass space, and beautiful treatment rooms, um have like a, a a corner where there's um, books for people to read, um, lots of different treatments available, um, maybe a, cha- a children's section, a beautiful crystal shop, um, cafe. But I, I want to be able to reach further. I want to be able to reach more people. Um, and really help them tap into the way they can heal themselves and to try and help as many people as possible to at least begin their healing journey um, and to help guide them. And I want to be I want to be doing retreats. I'd love to do a retreat abroad. I know we're doing one this year, which is which is in the UK and is stunning. Um, and I'm excited about that because that's that's us working with people, which is what I yeah. love doing, working <clears throat> with people to help them uncover and um, take away, it's like, I want to say husks, but like shells. It's like like lay- layers is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> like an onion. One. Yeah. You want like people un- to peel themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. Um, Yeah, to help people and heal themselves and take off the layers. In the best sense, this has really not gone well. Um, But you know what I mean. I want I I want to encourage people and and teach them how to do it for themselves. Um, Yeah. Okay, that's career. Is that career? Yes, but the thing is, it's difficult because it's a part of me. It's part of it's what I want for me on a personal level as well. Um, I mean, for us, I'd like a house. <laughs> sure, <laughs> with somewhere to live would be a good start. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, and just to be, I don't. I, I, I don't know. When I seriously look at it, I go, I actually don't 
you don't need as much as you think you do. Yeah. Yeah. If we had asked ourselves this same question four years ago, yeah, the answers would have been very different. Yeah, they would have been. You're right. They would have been way more... Um, like belongings based, mm. way more kind of money orientated. I think. Yeah. Um, not in like a vain, malicious kind of judgy place, but that's been part of our journey. Yeah. Hasn't it? To understand and appreciate the actual value of life, mm. as opposed to what we used to consider valuable. Yeah. Which is valuables. What yes. people call valuables now is not really what is valuable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you still you still need, well, you don't need, but you, it's nice to have those certain amount, a certain amount of those comforts, um, those belongings. 100%. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, it, but yeah, you don't, we've learned you don't need them. Yeah. They're bonuses, they're yeah. extras. Yeah. Um, they're luxuries. Yeah. What I'd also love is to merge, like we were saying, this some stuff we've learned from our past, to merge it with now. So like this event we're... <laughs> Whoops. It's okay, this is going out tonight. No, it's coming out... But... Before, Before we announce it, you dumpty. Ah, we're doing an event in no, no, November. That's it. That's what we're <laughs> But where we can do kind of masterclasses and, and yeah, speak yeah. and um, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> and yeah, if, if you're listening now, then you... Don't tell anyone. The scoop. <laughs> Don't tell anyone until 801. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, and, and also bringing our experience of film and um and the producing and directing like I've Mm. spoken to you before about I've actually written for those who don't know um I've written some of a a film script which is based around my experience of motherhood um and how horrendous (laughs) I found the first year and and the birth and everything like that and um just to kind of help people I found that women didn't really talk about the realities of childbirth and the aftermath um and I wanted to create a really gritty kind of honest view which was shot in a unique way I love to work with um long shots and Mm. um really interesting ways in film so and I, I and like now we're working in this holistic industry, it doesn't mean that we can't merge those two and and create films that are going to help people um, on their spiritual journeys and not just spiritual people, just wellness in general. Um, well, I think that's the other part of what we're passionate about, which is kind of making it more accessible. Yeah. Making mental health, wellness, spirituality, actually relatable because for so long it's not been. Yeah. Um, And like, this is no offence to, you know, anyone who's out there 
doing what I'm about to say, but when for so long, you know, if you mention spirituality to people or things like readings and mediumship and that kind of thing, you think of a lady with a crystal ball and like in a tent at a fair, mm. you know, and that that's not what it is that's now. Really old. Lady. Yeah, yeah, that's not what it is now. No. What well, you know, people still obviously do that, but what I'm trying to say is it. We it needs to be more accessible. It needs to be more prominent in everyone's lives. You know, with everything that's going on. Self care is the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I completely agree. Bringing in our old life and what we've learned and allowing that to kind of help us. Yeah. Bring to life the things we want to do now. Um, so, what's your? Um, am I now turning the question on to you? Uh, if you'd like to, sure. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, so I. Career-wise, is exactly the same as yours. We want to create a... And I was thinking about this today, actually. It was getting me really excited. And it was, for the first time in a long time, it was with not much resistance. I was going, yeah, that's it. I can see it. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, yeah, let's do it. And it really was, like... Sorry, I'm just taking my... That's okay, please. Was creating you know, one of the UK's most prominent wellness centres. Yeah. Where we provide as much as we can mm. in terms of a real variation. Like, I'd love for us to have this proper centre, which was not only nature-based, but spiritual in that sense, where we could prov- be able to provide things as well as forest bathing and outdoor meditation, cold water therapy, meditation classes, all of this stuff, Mm. but in one place would be such an amazing thing. And that's what I see. That's what I want to achieve. That's where I think we will get to. I know we will get to. So how do we create it? Like, how do we help people who are listening, who have a vision would you say it's about getting that vision so clear and so focused? And for me, I think it's feeling it in your entire being. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're talking manifestation now, really, aren't we? That's sure. the kind of beginning parts. Yeah. The beginning part is having that vision, seeing what it is that you want, maybe writing it down, feeling it, getting images, that kind of thing, printing them out, having them somewhere prominent. That's step one. You're going, yes, that's where... That's where we want to be. That's what we will achieve. And then there's the implementation. You know, I think manifestation is an amazing thing. And, excuse me, we, we've we manifested for years and had some amazing results with our yeah. manifestation. Some of which have been without much, like active input and some have been with working our socks off yeah so it's really about the actual flow of it all you know flexibility is a huge thing as well you know we go back to the dreams idea yeah that we were talking about 
yes, it's okay for us to have our dreams, but if they don't come to fruition, we have to understand and have that flexibility to go, okay, it's part of the next, it's part of the bigger dream, as opposed to that is that one dream that's going to happen. Yeah. Because ultimately, you know, if you sit there and go, oh, I've got a dream, and you achieve it by 20, (laughs) what happens then, Yeah. you know? That's why people struggle so much because yeah. they go, well, what's the bigger picture? Yeah. The, the, that's when huge declines come. So flexibility is a huge thing. Um, <clears throat> I think... Not forcing as well, not trying to force. Yeah. When it's out of alignment and you start fighting it, that's when more issues come. Yeah. Um, You're actually pushing it further away. Yeah. And we know all about that, don't oh, we? Oh yes. Oh yes. Um, but I think when it's it's amazing when we have those manifestation manifestations that happen so easily, without you, like you said, you, with very little effort, without you actually really even trying to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's when you know it's aligned. Yeah. And and it's aligned timing wise. Yeah. Because when you try to force. I feel like we've had this conversation before linked with the car. Do you remember? Yeah. But it's, 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 it's important. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you try to force and you come up against <clears throat> a block, there's a reason that block's there. It's either to make you aware of something or it's not the right time. When it's easy and when it, it just happens, we've had quite a few things like that recently, not just the car. Mm. Um, it's meant to be. It's... That's how you know it's aligned. Intuition and trust is a huge thing there yeah. as well because some blocks will be there, like you say, to go, okay, maybe that isn't the route that I'm supposed to be following. Mm-hmm. But other ones can be subconsciously put there by yourself. Yeah. Where it is testing your limits. It's testing yourself. It's what we mentioned in one of the last ones about that upper limiting yeah where you go you know where I want to be and what my dream is and what my goal is is in that zone of genius Mm -hmm. but the block's been put there now when I'm not there so feeding into your intuition and going okay what is this block is it just stopping me yeah is it me stopping me or is it me or is it something trying to tell me to kind of take a step back for a little bit. Yeah. So intuition and trust's a big thing there. Um, but, you know, it, <clears throat> it's why they're called dreams. Yeah. And it's never going to be easy. <laughs> and that that's not to, you know, put fear into anyone. It's, sometimes they are difficult. But it's about a mixture of feeding an emotion into it, being committed to it, mm. but also being flexible with it. Yeah. Um, because it will be, you know, there are moments, don't get me wrong, there are moments where when everything's aligned and when it's super easy, it just happens. Yeah. You know, but there are some, like we say, for the bigger picture of where we want to be. Like, for example, this wellness centre that we have uh, an image of and we can see, like, I can see the the living walls with the plants and I've said to you before, 
um, and the beautiful white and, and the logo and the different places people can go. Um, but it might be when it comes to actually having that centre, we end up having to move to a different area to get the right centre or do you know what I mean? So it's, which obviously we don't want to do, but um, we have to be open to that. Yeah. So it means we might we might get that centre, we will get that centre, but it might not be exactly where we imagined it would be. But it also may be under different circumstances than what yeah. you would like it to be. Yeah. So it's also about, you know, we've had we've had moments in the last six months where we've gone, I'm going to manifest this within two weeks. But it comes about in a way that, you know, tests your... Uh, stubbornness or <laughs> anything that you've put in place within yourself because of past events yeah it takes those moments for us to step back and go okay what can I learn from this yeah this is what I've asked for it's being presented to me mm-hmm. in a different way mm-hmm. what should I do yeah that's going to be not only benefit me but for the greater good and for a complete understanding. So there's that flexibility mm. as well. So That's a huge thing though, tapping into what's for the highest good, not only yourself, yeah. your yeah. own highest good, but the good of everyone else as well involved. Um, that's important. Mm. So quickly, do you want to finish on your personal? Or is that... Um, a personal goal of mine, <clears throat> which can be sort of linked to... Um, career Mm -hmm. but it's actually not when I think about it it's actually a huge over it's a huge hurdle for me to get over in my kind of emotional world yeah and I'd love to act again yeah which has been a big thing yeah and I think that's important for you as well like you said it's like a a hurdle it it would be a personal goal of mine to be able to whether it's, you know, a little short film or whether it's a stage thing or, or yeah. whatever. But, yeah, that's my personal thing. And you're such a good actor. Oh, shucks. He is, people. He is. <clears throat> um, but that doesn't take away from what you're doing now either. I no, think. no. It's actually, you know, again, using that confidence, using that playfulness that I had. Yeah. Back then, to be able to to get a message across, mm-hmm. especially via Instagram and stuff like that, being able to play more on there has been really big in the last th- few months. Yeah. Um, which again is just that first step, or fifth step, or whatever it is to get back. And there's also no reason why you can't. I mean, I know you just want obviously to do that job to feel like you've done it, but th- there's no reason. People say you can't have it all. Why not? Yeah. Why yeah. can't you have it all? Why can't you do some acting, be, be an actor again, and do what you're doing and spread this light and this message that we're both trying to do? Why can't I still direct a film and yeah. as well as you know and and spread that the message that way, um, as well as doing the the treatments and. Um, courses and everything else that I'm doing um, 
and create this wellness center and and events and retreats there's yeah you can have it all i think as long as you're grounded and as long as you do it from a place of love mm-hmm. and making sure like we just said it's it's for the greatest and highest good of everyone of of what am I trying to say? <laughs> the high, your own highest good as well as the highest good of the Did planet. planet? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So go for your dreams, people. Feel them, that see little, them. That little sign you bought me comes to mind. Which one? The only limits are the ones you place on yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Bye, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> that is a good place, it's a good place to finish. To um, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for sitting and listening to us for eight episodes. This is the <laughs> last... Sit and, <clears throat> sit and chat. Sit and chat. This is the last one of season one. We will be back uh, for season two with hopefully a lot of interesting and inspirational guests. Um, thank you, Helen, for sitting and talking to me. Thank you, Mike. I know it's a chore. Well, you know, <laughs> not at all. Oh, thanks. It's been my pleasure. And I'm sorry I, I gate crashed and it's now the Mike and Helen no. show rather than... It's still my Mike. introduction at the beginning, so technically it it's okay. my show. Does that mean I get to do the one next time? That's why you only get 20% of the income. <laughs> there is no income. I know, there's no income. <laughs> That's what you think. For the love. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) Have a great um, few weeks, everyone, and we will let you know when we are coming back with season two. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Take care. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. Bye.